Welcome back to the weird life of an au pair. This is Kim. This is Michelle. And yeah, we're going to get into it. So in our last episode, we kind of, I played it re back, like I replayed it and I was listening mm-hmm. and I had my husband listen with me and it was kind of a broad spectrum. We went through, went about a lot of stuff. Um, I think mm-hmm. we said we'd like to cover, first of all, the initial information about it, like we both we both went to the pay in America, mm-hmm. um, and we wanted to explain to people the fees. So I think we covered a little bit of that as well. And I think the more I go into our documents and our stuff, we said we want to um, talk about different au pair agencies. And then our next topic was picking a host family, what to look for and what to ask, and to know exactly what type of age group you want to work with when you work with kids. Yeah. So I think we can touch on that. I feel like our podcast is not going to be very, like, super structured. I think we can speak about a lot of stuff and just, you know, dive into a whole bunch of different topics that way we can keep it as interesting as possible because I don't Mm -hmm. want to just listen to our podcast and be like, blah, 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 blah. I would rather have them, you know, find a lot of information and able to take that and learn from it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very interesting, especially because, like, in terms of agencies, we, there are a ton of agencies, first of all, and it gets very overwhelming. And then I see these, like, I see the same questions all the time. Well, what's the best agency? What's the best agency? And obviously people have certain experiences with each agency. Like some people have had incredible experiences with all pan America. And some people have had uh, horrible experiences with all pan America. Mm-hmm. And it's, it goes the same with like other agencies as well um personally i've always had a good experience with all pen america they've always treated me quite well um and also you can't necessarily blame like a bad counselor or a bad um person that you've spoken to in the agency as the whole agency itself um because there's definitely been very awful people that work for the agency um or people that are clueless Um, as we discussed in the first (laughs) episode. Um, But I I, I guess it's all preference. Um, However, I'll always recommend Open America because they're the largest, first of all. Um, And in my opinion, they have the best, um, what's it called, support system. Mm -hmm. Um, Like just from personal experience um, in 20. 15 my mom was diagnosed with cancer and they um paid for my flight back to see her for her birthday and then when um I came back because I've only visited for like two weeks I think it was and then I came back um and then in 2016 she had a stroke and they paid for me to go back and that's like to me that's kind of like it stood out to me because it's like oh we actually care about our au pairs instead of being like oh well you know we're just leaving you in the hot water and take care of yourself you know and they really did offer support um but at the same time um my wonderful lcc um has told every single one of my friends when they've gone into rematch uh you might as well pack your bags because no one's ever gonna want uh you as an au pair and that is a lie, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, listening to 
to rematch. I was in rematch. So person yeah. speaking from rematch, there is a bit of family that's mm-hmm. just gonna mesh with you. Mm-hmm. So please do not let them scare you to thinking you're gonna go home. Mm-hmm. Um, and also make sure you advocate. Don't let the counselor advocate for you. Yes, the never. They are not gonna get you in there or uh-huh. bad mouth you. Uh-huh. So I suggest you stay in contact with the family. You speak to them uh-huh. and you just be honest with them. If you guys did, if you and your previous family just didn't mesh well and there was just conflict or there was all this, tell them, be honest with them so that they know what mm-hmm. they're getting themselves into. And also just tell them maybe the personality clash. Do not be scared to go into the match, guys. I promise you there's definitely yeah. a family out there that's much better. So just don't be scared, yo. Yeah. Because people fool you into thinking you're going to go home. Mm. And I think that's a topic in itself because... Mm. Um, I've had very interesting experiences supporting uh, girls who needed to uh, to rematch. And I know some girls that have rematched like four times, you know, they're on family number four and family number five because they were in a rush when they rematched. They're like, oh my gosh, no one's going to uh, want me. And then they take the first family and, you know, some families on a rematch for a reason. You know, sometimes, yes, it's just yeah. a friendly rematch, but sometimes it's, it's awful. And, um, advocate for yourself always stand up for yourself know your rights when it comes to to uh rematch and how long you're allowed to stay in the states and you know know when to stop don't Mm -hmm. don't let them scare you and Mm -hmm. say after doing less than a week i think it's they give you a full two weeks yeah yeah um and within those two weeks you get to know the family you can talk to them Mm -hmm. it's like you are in your own country it's just you're in the country at the moment so if they say to you would like to meet you and you're like New York and Philly, take a bus mm-hmm. down and go visit so yeah. you can see the atmosphere, see how you guys mm-hmm. can like get to know each other in those two weeks and don't please don't rush into it because yeah. you will be sorry, uh-huh. unfortunately. And then you don't want to have another miserable time. It's yeah. About the experience at the end of the day, guys, and staying here is actually pretty fun. I must <laughs> that's going on at the moment. Yeah. But it really is fun here. So the yeah. match is not that deep ask information that's why i said ask questions if you guys have any because it's really not life or death situation yeah and i think like hopping off of that topic or kind of like it's correlating is uh when you go do your first match don't talk to your first family and then match with your first family like don't be me you know it, it just so happens that mine worked out and that's fine but don't be me. Talk to families, you know, like do your research, do the research into your area. Lord knows I did not do research into New York. I love New York, but holy cow, does it get cold? Holy cow. I'm a German girl. You know, anything below 20 degrees Celsius, I'm like, dang, it's cold. Mm-hmm. My first year was the worst winter in uh, 20 years or something. The coldest it got was negative 45 degrees Celsius. Do you know how cold negative 45 degrees Celsius is? It's cold. Yeah, shit cold, guys. Yeah, it was bad. But then we can also touch on the topic, like our next topic was going to be like picking your mm-hmm. host family. So seeing that we went to this rematch, um, it's a scary thought. It's, yeah. it's scary if you're here and you're by yourself. But reach out to anybody. I mean, we are fellow au pairs. Mm-hmm. We can, you know, uh, Michelle does have her au pair blog and her her different platforms that you guys can reach out to and speak mm-hmm. to her. I am always here also for any questions and stuff like that. But some tips and we'll share obviously like our experiences like we did, we touched on a little bit before and what we liked about it. Um, I think that's what we kind of said what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like Michelle gave a great tip. She said, guys, speak to different families. Make sure you interview. It's an interview. 
they're interviewing you, but you're also interviewing them. Don't be in a hurry to leave your country just because you want to come mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Take your time to speak to them, um, to get to know them, the kids as well. And ask questions. Ask a lot of mm-hmm. questions. I probably would have asked questions like, how do you go about your daily routine? What are the hours? Mm-hmm. What do weekends look like? Um, what jobs, you know, what jobs they do? Because yeah. some people are like, oh, no, I, I work this hours to this hours. And then when you get here, you're working some ridiculous hours. You guys are not allowed to work more than 40 hours. And 10 hours a day. And if you have a break, um, if your day is split up, like you work in the morning, you work in the afternoon, whatever, uh, that split break has to be more than three hours long, which most people don't know about. Um, and that's very important. Um, it, it, it also kind of sometimes varies. Um, like there's special circumstances. Like I take care of a special needs boy. And so he has therapy for an hour. And in that hour, sometimes I have nothing to do. So that's considered, but like I think that's oh well you know you're supposed to have a time off I guess you can only have an hour off like no if your kids go to school you have to make sure that you get your four hours off or um if I don't know our preschool go to preschool for an hour and a half it's very absurd but you know that's kind of um sure that you break um unless you're only working like for that and also like i have a whole i have two blogs uh based on on what you should be asking host family and what always told me they've asked their host oh kim are you still there okay i i got a minute um i'm just i was just saying it's a little choppy. I'm not sure if you're going to hear it on the recording. So if you guys do hear this on the recording, apologies. <laughs> uh, We're still learning. <laughs> yeah, we, this is, like I said earlier in the, the first post podcast, it's trial and error. But yeah, you're right. If they do get breaks, make sure they know you're right. You, you go through this. You're still going through it so you yeah. know what time breaks and the breaks that you need to take. My schedule for my first family was um, 7 to 4.30. I had to wake up early, make sure I get the kids ready, get them ready for school, put them on the bus. And then I had a four-year-old at the time where I had to spend most of the day with her. So I didn't Mm -hmm. have a break. And then she went to school and that was like like an hour, Mm -hmm. two hours. But that was like designated to laundry, cleaning and whatever. And then so make sure you guys know it's not more than 40 hours. Um, It is illegal. Mm -hmm for you to be working more than that but honestly guys if the family offers you more money take it yeah because not a lot of families want to pay extra money for extra hours and also yeah a good point to that is um the 195 75 per week is a suggested amount and um the agencies are supposed to keyword supposed to um pay you are supposed to encourage people to pay you more so if you're paid so you get um, you're supposed to get paid one ninety five seventy five, and the family says, "Hey, we're gonna pay you three hundred. Don't question it, like don't. But also know their their expectations. Are you expected to um to do more work? You know, and um, it is very common, although it's illegal. It's very common for the host family to be like, "Hey, can we give you an extra fifty bucks if you do our laundry? Hey, can you?" Um, do this and we'll compensate you and at the end of the day it is up to you like don't feel obligated to do it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know that 
I, I met a girl a couple months ago before quarantine and she said uh, my host family offered to pay me extra for this this and this and I refused I don't want to and I'm like you do you boo like you know I, I would take the money but that's just me um yeah so as long as you know it's just an amount I mean I didn't even know yeah that. I just took the money as I went because they got sued they're, they're expected yeah it's funny anyway. <laughs> Nice. Okay, so now that it's, that's fantastic for you, New York Pays. I mean, we struggled with all of the money yeah. that we had. I had family that paid me exact debt, and I had some family that just rounded off to 200 Um. So, and please specify when yes. you want to get paid, guys. If it, please, please, please. It's a, it's an, like, it's a important, most important thing I can mm-hmm. tell you guys. Is please specify. Tell them you want it every Friday so that you can enjoy mm-hmm. your weekend. Or tell them that you'd rather have it, you know, beginning or end of the week. But please make sure you specify. I had a family that paid me every Friday, which I absolutely love. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second year, I had my host mom that uh, she just didn't like me. We'll get into that. <laughs> but she uh, paid me every two weeks. And that was not mm-hmm. good. And it, let me tell you guys, it really wasn't good. Because every two weeks for me was bad. Because now I had to make the first two weeks money mm. last and then I had to work another week and a half to get my money. It was just like the schedule was just not right. And I ended up broke most of the time. And it's just mm-hmm. not good. And guys, they need, need, need to make sure they give you money. Yes. Holy cow. Oh, that's so important. Tell them what you like to mm-hmm. eat. Tell them what you prefer to eat. Please let them make sure they buy food. Weekends, like weekends, I feel like I'm not 100% sure if it's included weekends, but they need to make sure they have yeah. food for you. If you're not with them during the weekend, I guess it will be your own. But if also, if they go away, yeah, if they go away, they have to leave you money for groceries or they have to leave you groceries. Like, it's illegal not mm-hmm. to. Because, fun fact, the reason why we get so little money is because 40% of that supposed salary goes to living in uh, so room and board, uh, room and food, whatever. Um, and they're expected to provide a good heart, like a good room for you and food. Like it's it's a requirement. It's illegal to leave you without food. Uh, there's been tons of girls like, oh, you know, should my host family leave me money or food when they go away? Yes. Yeah, I also had that experience, guys. And trust me, it's mm-hmm. not nice. It's not good. I dropped so much weight. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie to anybody. I was so skinny because I hardly ate my second year because there was almost no food for me. And tell them what you like mm-hmm. and what you don't like. Allergies, everything. Because remember, as much as you're there to care for the kids, they should be all looking mm, up to you exactly. as well. You are important. You're there as an employee. You're not there as mm-hmm. a guest. I mean, hopefully they do treat you like the, a part of the family because that's mm-hmm. what it's all about. So please just know all these things when you go into it. Because we, I kind of went into it blind. I'm not going to allow just so mm-hmm. happy to be here. Then not very loud spoken and standing in my Which is funny. And if I could do anything over, I would. I know I'm very <laughs> like in your face about things. But when it came to the families, I always felt like very mm-hmm. small. And I got my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me keep quiet but now guys if that's advice i could give please 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 speak out tell them listen yeah this is what i want this is what i need don't be scared that way they also know you can take charge when you mm-hmm. go after the kids because you know and you stand your ground it shows a lot about your personality yeah. so, and also like make clear uh if you have allergies or if you're like vegetarian or vegan mm-hmm. you know like i'm severely allergic to dairy and that that's just a new thing for the last couple of years but like if I have a block of cheese, I will be sick for a week. I won't, I'm not lactose intolerant. I'm like allergic. And so it's very important to 
to let them know, hey, I'm kosher or hey, I don't eat red meat or, you know, I don't eat this or I'm allergic to this and keep reiterating that um, because sometimes it's in the one ear out the other and um or sometimes they genuinely just forget you know we can't always like demonize host families like sometimes they they honestly forget or they don't realize that um there's dairy in something or there's um or they're cooking meat without remembering um because their family eats it normally and always ask them hey instead of this could you buy this for me or hey could you please uh buy this you know or offer to do the groceries (laughs) you know I mean, I I had the couple where I had to go for groceries and there's days where they went, but they mm-hmm. did ask, is there anything that you'd like? I mean, I want to make sure you guys also know that you are mm. part of the family. Um, just let them know everything that you can. And guys, please, like, I don't know if this is, like, something that's a thing or not, but see if you can fill out the host moms before you go to the family because these people mm. are crazy. I'm telling you, these host moms can go off the head and off the chains, guys. I'm not even mm-hmm. lying on right now. Like, I had some bad shit, crazy, like, woman. Like, just make sure you get a feel for the host mom, the host dad. Because when you come in, like, as much as you mm-hmm. are not there to look after the kids, you have to mesh well with the parent as well. So look at personality traits. See if the person is very strict or if you're going to feel comfortable. Because when you miss home, and trust me, you're going to miss home, you want to know if you can go and sit with your host mom and host dad and speak to them and see if they can make mm-hmm. you feel better. You know, like... You need to make sure you fill them out in your interviews, guys, and picking your host family. It's about how comfortable yeah. you feel around them. So as much as we're telling you guys to stand up for your stuff or whatever, if you find a perfect family, they will mm-hmm. make sure they accommodate everything for you because they know. Let me tell you guys, Americans, the most important thing to do yeah. are their kids. Yeah. And I can guarantee you. So they're going to make sure that you're doing well so that their kids can be doing well with exactly. them. So that's the best advice. And you just see if you mesh well with them. I mean... Sometimes it gets a little crazy. Sometimes mm-hmm. they are the sweetest people under the sun and you're going to have the best yeah. experience. It's it's so, funny. Like, you've yeah. had bad experiences with first mm-hmm. moms. I've had horrible experiences with first dads. Horrible. Um, oh, my first dad's worst. Oh, the one was really chill. Like, he was like, he literally reminded me of, like, my yes. dad, but also, like, my <laughs> He was really chill and chilled in New York. He was yeah. the they were Irish. They were mm-hmm. a very nice family. They were pretty chilled. You know, um, you know, that's an iffy moment, whatever, whatever. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it was really, really cool. But just make, make sure you mesh well with them because, Oof. yeah. And also, make sure they treat you like adults. You know, we're, we're here, we're adults. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's kids. Yes. Nope, 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 nope. Trust me. I've also had that uh-huh. where they would yell at me and do all these things. And I'm uh-huh. like, you're not my mom. Like, why are you? Guys, I had an experience with this exact family I'm talking about in New York where the lady started yelling and screaming at me and sent me to my room. I'm a grown ass room. You want to send me to my damn room? Like, who do you think you are? Guys, let me tell you, I was so shocked. I was in my room. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> this lady yelled at me on the top of the oh, stairs and so sent funny. me to my room. I stood there and I was like, bruh. <laughs> Oh, guys God. let me tell you just make sure you know you're an adult too and i think i just came from a very respectful family where i didn't want mm-hmm. to raise my voice to adults but guys at this point mm-hmm. they're not your parents they are a host families and you, you they're employing you so you get to speak up and say what you need to so don't be letting anyone <laughs> you to your room and also <laughs> americans uh, i don't know about other countries except the netherlands obviously but uh, south africans are very uh, straightforward you do something wrong you know you're doing something wrong they want you to leave you know they want you to leave 
Americans are like, oh, well, you know, could you perhaps maybe, um, and then they beat around the bush. No, just like, talk to me. Like, but Americans are very, like, they think they're kind, you know, they're not straightforward at all. They're like, oh, well, you know, I was thinking, because you're home anyway, do you mind, like, um, doing this quickly? Or do you mind, like, letting me pop out? No, you're off. No. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't fall for the do you mind. I mean, unless you guys are comfortable and you can also call in and be like, hey, I've yeah. got content, I want to go, do you mind? If you guys have that type of relationship, yeah. that is fantastic. Um, please, mm-hmm. then by all means, make sure you guys have it. It's really depending on everybody. If you guys yeah. don't want to like just oh, get you into the negatives or whatever, they really are good yeah. people. There's good families. There's people that had great experiences. I had a friend that had a really great experience with a family in New Jersey, and they were just mm-hmm. as easygoing, I guess, yes. as you can say, for the most part. So, and guys, please know what type of person you want to work with. I realized this very, very late. I mean, Michelle, she's obviously yeah. doing special needs and a teenager at the moment. I absolutely love babies, guys. Infants and babies are my thing. I'm really good with them. I'm not, if I had known that, I would look just for families with babies. But instead, because I wanted to just get out, I was looking at all spectrums mm-hmm. and all type of age. Um, please know your age groups. I, I would never, babies all ever. over again. Because then I went for ever. I would do... <laughs> I'm really good with babies, guys. Like, it's just a gift, you know? Like So I had, like, five, seven. I had four six and nine I think for my first year my second year I had two boys which were um 13 11 and 13 at the time I think so they were very young boys two older boys and please just know which one you can mm. work with because it, it's very important because you don't yeah. have the kids it's even worse mm-hmm. like you can have friction the entire yeah. year and like day. one of the biggest things that people uh that like when you go to training especially with all pen america sandy always says if a kid says i hate you you're doing your job quite well you know and you know kids are are, are going to be kids they're going to be bratty and um american kids are pretty spoiled that's taking it very lightly but also know that like the first like kid the first time a kid says oh i hate you or whatever it's gonna hurt but it it doesn't matter at the end of the day you're doing a job and if you feel like you're doing your job correctly and trying to keep them safe Mm -hmm. then you know it it is what it is they're they're not gonna like you but they don't like the people i had my kid kick me my first year girl (laughs) he kicked it he ran away and i was like what and the mom came back and she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Please stay, please stay. Don't make this. I'll that chase you away, bro. Like, this, this stuff, I went, oh, now you can kick me and then run away. What am I supposed to do? And at that point, I'm already scared. Yeah. Now I'm going to rematch again. And the kid telling me he hates me and runs away. What am yeah. I supposed to do? Like, that? I know I can't work with younger kids. I I love babies. I really do so much. But no. Um, and... Like the youngest, <laughs> when I was in the Netherlands, I looked. The youngest boy was, geez Louise, I think he was five or six. And even then, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I love you two birds, but I want to smack you. It, it's just because I personally don't have patience for it. As much as I have patience, I have patience for special needs kids. I have patience for teenagers that are incredibly moody and refuse to do anything. I have patience for that. I, I don't have patience for little kids. And, um, I don't know why I just never have and that's okay but I know my preference I'm not going to go to a host family with um little kids you know and 
um I do love little kids for like five hours at a time but like if I have to do that every single day <laughs> like five days a week or six days a week it's, it's a bit hard but I mean I know, but in America, it's actually pretty cool, guys. They do. Please make sure you also get onto your local groups. And local yeah. Group. They have play mm-hmm. groups. They have play dates. America's a really big And library visits. fantastic. I mean, toolpaste. You have to get yeah. kids' plays and library. So, I mean, there's ways to keep kids busy. Except during quarantine. So, <laughs> true. Now that we know that COVID, guys, it's a little different. But in, in all honesty, like, even if you don't know your age group it's okay for the oh, challenge we're not mm-hmm. saying just go specifically with what you know please go to all spectrums that you want to go to it's your choice it's really what you want to do um so please like just do you at the end of the day we're just giving like tips on what we know and what we've heard and what we've seen yeah we've been doing this for the longest so please and um what i liked i'm going to give some positives what i liked about my families um my host parents in new york city my host dad was the coolest person ever i was not 21 at the time so i had a couple of drinks with them which and 18 in south mm-hmm. africa you're legal to drink but it was always at their house so it was never mm-hmm. out there so they were pretty cool about that they always took me to family gatherings with bigger family i was always felt welcome at family gatherings. i remember so going to a couple of those um, um with your host kids I had yeah. like Thanksgivings and all those type of stuff. Mine was really inclusive. They really made me feel like part of the family, which was super cool. Um, so that was a positive from them. They gave me my own card. They gave me a card to fill up with gas. They always gave me a card for stuff that I could buy that I needed. So I never had to ask for stuff. I mean, they gave me great gifts for Christmas. They had mm. my mom come and visit at their house. So, I mean, they had quite a few positives, which were really, really good. They gave me some free time off when the kids were mm-hmm. off and, you know, vacation time. Guys, vacation time is two weeks. Whether it's with the family, without mm-hmm. the family, you are entitled to two weeks paid vacation. Paid vacation. Paid. <laughs> Listen to me. Paid vacation. Two weeks um, that you get with it. So, that was definitely the positives of them in New York. Um, positives in when I came to Philly, I had my own little apartment at the back. Um, so I was by myself most of the time. I had my own bathroom, kitchen, you know, place to sleep. And I had a room inside the house in case it was late nights mm-hmm. and winter and stuff like that. Um, and the car wasn't as much as mobile as mm-hmm. I thought it would. I had to constantly ask, which kind of sucked. So it was positive. <laughs> um, the kids were sporty, so I was always at sporting events. Um, and they stayed in a nice neighborhood. And I think if it wasn't yeah. for them, I wouldn't have met my husband. So I'll take that as a little bit of a positive. And yeah. So much. That's my positive. Yeah. Positive. <laughs> it's a little more positive. I know. We positive. tend to like as all pairs, you tend to go into the negatives a lot more. Yeah. Right. Um, my host family is very, very uh, lenient. I, I I don't know if it's like that's a good word, but like it, I'll be like, hey, I'm I need to go to this place on this day. Like, cool, cool, cool. I'm like sort it out. Um, I. I do a lot like I have my own room I don't need to tell them where I'm going I have my own car um so I have the basement pretty much to myself and kind of do my own thing and if it wasn't for my host mom's uh, addiction to Starbucks coffee I wouldn't have met my fiance um which is great um and I I live in a very weird like town not weird I guess like it's very rich but there's not much to do unless it's the summer and there's like hiking and uh there is grass so like just being able to like um kind of like have the freedom of using the car to go pretty much wherever I want has been really great um and they're very they're very giving they're a very giving family um 
I, I, I don't know if it's just like the Jewish culture where they're like, oh my gosh, you have to have this or oh my gosh, you have to have that. But like Bahar's mom, if she sees like going shopping, whatever she sees something I would like, she'll buy it for me. Like whether it's like a, a cup or like um, clothes or something like she's always like, hey, I saw this. Like uh, I thought you would like it. Um, like a couple of weeks ago, she ordered these these comfy like blanket things, but it's a it's a jacket. I, I, I don't know. And she's like, yeah, I thought you and Tali, my host kid, would like these, so I bought them. I'm like, you did what now? I mean, they're great. I wear it like every day. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just like it's very unexpected, um, and I really enjoy that. And I'm pretty pretty open with them. Um, I just tell it as it is. You know, I'm very like I stand my ground because I've been messed up quite a like a few times. And so, and they're very open to that. They're not defensive. I'll be like, hey, like, no, <laughs> this is not cool. And they'll be like, okay, and then they'll change it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's within reason, you know, like, if they're making me work my hours that I should be working my hours for, I'm not being like, oh, well, I don't want to work my hours. It'll be like, hey, I've I've had a very long day. I need a break. And then they'll be like, okay, it's fine. We got, we've got them. Like, you could do you. And I'm like, cool, thanks, bye um so I really enjoy that like I'm very much family um yeah I'm very very much family and which has been great because it doesn't feel awkward and it doesn't feel like yeah forced type of thing you're part of the family so we just thought we'll give you some positives I hope you guys come back for the next episode because we're having fun talking our yeah uh, <laughs> say. we're having fun talking and sharing and all this stuff so mm. we really are excited to you guys to hear this and we really hope that you guys come back for more we're going to try and keep this at a 30 yeah. not a, you know try longer yeah. than that that way it's not like boring or whatever we're going to try to be interesting so this is Kim peace out and we'll talk to you soon one. love you Bye.